Welcome to this episode of Pen to Paper Press Podcast. I'm Cindy Coaches. I enjoy talking with best-selling authors, writers, editors, publishers, and those creative souls about the process of developing our stories to completing our works of art. Each episode is an opportunity for us to explore mindsets, pearls of wisdoms, and the experiences that began our journey as an author from the moment we put pen to paper. Jenny Mannion is an international best-selling author, speaker, highly sought-after intuitive, self-love activator, and media personality. She is the guest here at Pen to Paper Press Podcast, and she is the author of A Short Path to Change, 30 Ways to Transform Your Life. Jenny, it is so good to finally have you here. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with you, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. And I'm going to give a precursor in the fact that I am someone who kind of downplays Mercury retrograde. Um, I truly am. Uh, I am not the superstitious and I am someone who does not believe in casting fear into other people, you know, I have no, I, and it drives me crazy. All these fear mongers that are out there going, you know, don't make any of this. Don't. And today is a perfect example of the divine one saying, you know what? Hang on there, Cindy, what you doing? (laughs) Because I am so ill prepared for this. I totally (laughs) missed the start time for our zoom call (laughs) and everything else because well, somebody wasn't paying attention and I'd love to blame it on mercury retrograde um but we've already had a few little snafus so we'll see how this goes (laughs) I trust it'll be wonderful (laughs) I do too I do too so tell me a little bit about why you wrote the um why you wrote a short path to change well, I had been on quite the healing journey. I had really reawoken, I guess, my spiritual journey uh, because I did have some of that in me in high school and then it kind of just went away <laughs> in high school. But what reawoken me was being ill for seven years and I wound up healing myself in three weeks of all my illnesses. And afterwards, I just wanted to shout from the healing, ceiling, like, you know, it is it's amazing how powerful the mind is. We can heal ourselves. We have the power to create our lives. We have the power to create better relationships. We have the power within us to change. And so many people are afraid of change. And I love short, easy exercises. That is my mm-hmm. favorite because us humans are self-sabotaging beings. <laughs> and we also don't have a lot of time. So really... The tools that I offer in my book are really short. The chapters are short and offer an exercise after each. First couple of chapters are about getting rid of the old. We need to kind of get rid of that old programming to invite new stuff in. You know, the second set of chapters is about the chakra system. I love the chakra system because it is our inner diagnostic system. And we're not taught that. I wish people were taught, kids were taught that in school, how to listen to our bodies and how to know when we're out of balance. 
the third set of chapters is all about the present moment, ways to become present, because that's where all our power is. And the fourth set of chapters are really about getting on with life when self-sabotage happens, when, you know, these things occur that can throw us off our path or make us want to go back to the way things were. So really things to help us keep moving forward, as well as things about setting goals and things to just keep us moving forward. Yeah, because the self-sabotage is truly a form of that resistance and wanting to keep things the way they are because we know what to expect there. And so getting over those, I'm going to call them hurdles, they're not really hurdles, but just kind of getting over those hurdles is easy in some aspects, but when we really look at our habitual way of being, <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would think, oh, we're starting to see change. That's that's wonderful. We're starting to move into what we want. But there is, there's always that pull to what we know. And we have to really, that's why my focus now really is like self-love and self-worth because it is about loving ourselves enough to know that we're worthy of that change. And yeah, it might be a little uncomfortable, but it's going to be much more comfortable on the other side of it when we move into something that reflects who we are now as opposed to who we were. Well, and letting go of the old story. Yeah. Um, because it's so easy to say, you know, revert back to, oh, you know, I've got this bad back and then, and holding on to that story and, mm. or, oh, my, my knee, I always have issues with my knees. I have had the saying, your words have power, your story matters. And in so many ways that plays in so many aspects of our lives, not only in our creativity because that is my intention with the podcast. So you using that saying is, you know, to express yourself, your words have power, mm -hmm. get it, you know, bring your, bring your authentic self forward. But when we talk about our physical being, you know, when we sit there and keep repeating, Oh, my knee, I have such a bum knee. What are we doing? We're reinforcing that that knee is injured or is not well. And so, how do you, you know, how does one get past that storytelling? <laughs> I'm going to yeah, say it that, and that Yeah, and that was the number one thing I had to change was my self-talk when I was sick because pain's real. Pain is attention getting. Yes, it so is. it is challenging to not repeat out, you know, my legs were my thing that hurt the most. Ow, my legs. Oh, my legs are so, I wonder if I can walk today. I wonder if I can do this today. It's really challenging but it's important to know that we can watch ourselves talk and when I started changing it to you know what my hands feel good that means there's healthy cells <laughs> in my fingers you know because our our words and especially our emotion that we put into our words are, cre are helping to create those new cells in our body so what do what messages do we want to send to them and Gratitude's another huge thing because we can become oh, yeah. so stuck in our stories that we don't pay attention to the goodness that we have around us every single day. Exactly. Oh, so true. So true. So I'm going to kind of flip this around um, a little bit. And for the writer, um, whether they're at 
just the I want a journal level or those that are writing stories, books, fiction, nonfiction, whatever, doesn't matter. How can writing in general help us to tap into that healing, um, you know, into that healing process? Oh, writing <laughs> writing has helped me forever and it, it is such an amazing vehicle because we are first of all we're getting present you know hopefully mm -hmm. we're turning off the distractions and we're really asking ourselves what do we want to write about what's coming through right now and it allows us to tap into you know the greater part of us our soul you know kind of get beyond that mind and really just allow that to come through that love that you know that true part of us and and even if we are you know I used to I used to use writing to vent when I was sick you know I recently oh, found yeah. a journal from when I was sick and I was like whoa that's not positive <laughs> going out there you know but what started to shift my health too was writing the gratitude list starting to really focus that energy on the good and getting in that habit of writing just allows you to express yourself every day. You're kind of paying attention to that inner voice instead of just repeating that old story or, you know, really just going through the same motions. You're really giving yourself a time to express yourself. And I know that when I'm really in the zone writing, sometimes I'll look back and be like, I wrote that. I barely remember writing that <laughs> because you're just allowing this to come through you. And it is such a beautiful way. It's such a beautiful form of expression. So what, because you brought up something very, very important because I too, you know, if I was to look back at my journals, I wrote a lot of the venting, uh, the anger, poor me, why me, you know, I suck, you know, those, those self-destructive verbiage. Um, and we all do. We all do. Because, <laughs> and it is important for us to get that out of our head. Yeah. It is so important Absolutely. to get it out of our head and on paper so that you become aware of it. Uh -huh. But the next question is, how do we become aware of what we're saying to ourselves and then shifting it so that we are not focusing on, on the pain, but on the gratitude? Yeah, and I think writing is such a beautiful way to do that, to look and reread what you just wrote. Was that a positive thing? Was that really what you believe of yourself? Or was that you repeating back what someone said in a relationship or your parents said to you? Is this really what you believe? And sometimes I'll have my clients set alarms during the day and stop themselves a couple times a day and say, where was my mind? What have I been thinking? And there are, there are always short windows to really decide what we want to think. So I always say the shower is a beautiful time. No one's bothering you in the shower. You have, it's sacred time. What are you yeah. saying? Are you going over your to-do list or some conversation you want to have? Or are you just really present and saying positive affirmations for yourself and saying, I'm going to have a great day. You know, when you wake up in the morning and when you go to sleep are powerful times too, because the subconscious is tuned in that 
during those times Mm -hmm. because you're on the verge of sleep. So what are you saying? Usually that's the time of worry or of dread, you know, oh, I have to do this today or oh, I didn't get that accomplished today, you know, but really giving yourself gratitude. I'm sure you did something that day, you know, did you take a shower? Did you, you know, go make yourself a healthy meal? Did you, you know, make a meal for someone else? We do so many things during the day we never give ourselves credit for. So I think gratitude for ourselves is so important to start activating that self-love and really recognize that, you know, we're doing the best we can. And that's all we can ask of ourselves. I like that. Acknowledge that we are doing the best that we can. Because the whole idea or the perception of being perfect is an illusion. There is no perfect because somebody else's opinion is going to say, oh, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) So the illusion of perfection is just that. And I like the reinforcement of I'm doing the best that I can in this moment with what I know and yeah. and the circumstances that are um, before me. Um, that and you're is... talking to a recovered perfection, recovering perfectionist. So. <laughs> right there with you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have a few of those tendencies here and there. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa, Nellie, what are you doing there, girl? <laughs> let it go. Let it go. It takes a little bit to, to let it be. And part of that is that need to be in control. Um, And that is for somebody who I I have my natural personality is, you know, just get out of my way. I can do it. Just get out of my way. And being someone who now accepts help in many ways, not in all ways, um, you know, has made a huge difference in how I feel about myself because then I have taken that pressure off. So that's, um, this is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but I hear you. I resonate with everything you're saying. And it's the same thing. And a lot of people find it really hard to ask for help. You know, no, it's easier to do it myself. I don't want to seem like I'm weak I don't want to have the trouble of teaching someone to do something I'll just do it myself but recognizing how good it feels when we help people so why wouldn't we allow someone else that opportunity and that is what I have to remind myself and others others that yeah um you know I have a dear friend who you know, she, she feels obligated to take care of things all of herself. And it's, and it's like, I recognize those tendencies because I was there and it's like, let me help you because it feels good for me to know that I have helped you. And that is a form of, you know, that give and take or, um, gifting and receiving that is so hard for us to, to get through, um, to adjust to, um, when you were writing your book, um, did you find coming up with these, you know, 30 ways, did you find that it was easy to come up with these 30 ways or did you really have to dabble and mm, sit back and, and, and just kind of think about, well, no, 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 not think, Go into your heart center and 
and bring it forth? Yeah, I think there was a combination of both. But once I had the outline of like, okay, ways to release, you know, that came through doing the chakras. Those are seven chapters right there, you know, (laughs) Uh, the present moment. There are so many beautiful ways to come to the present moment. And then what are the tools to move forward? So asking, I mean, myself, and it works so well for me because I am not a a linear person. (laughs) So to have all these random chapters was beautiful because I could write them in any order I wanted, (laughs) you know, and interesting that the self-sabotage chapter while not the last got written last i'd be right there with you on that one yeah so but i guess the mo the the biggest lesson I learned from writing was to get out of my own way because when I first started writing the book, I was like, okay, well, I need at least an hour of quiet time and I need this to be perfect and I need that to be perfect. And my book wasn't getting written that way. And I actually, you know, heard from a a fellow author that I love. She's like, no, I write like for 10 minutes if I'm waiting in the doctor's office for my kids, you know, like I write whenever I can. And when I started adapting to the, adopting that, like that helped me a lot. And actually it's really in those, like, I'm sure you experienced this too, that when you are like really that clear channel for writing to come through, I can write more in 10 minutes that yeah, way than yeah. if I sat down and forced myself to write. Agreed. And it truly, it is a perfect personal preference because there are some people who need that structure you know, from 8 a.m. to 9 uh, a.m., I this is my only focus, and then I'm going to go do the laundry afterwards or, you know, <clears throat> go about my day. And then there are other people who, if they have that structure, they literally look at their computer, <laughs> self-included, going, yep, nope, not a doggone thing here coming in. Hello, anyone out there want to give me any insight? <laughs> so um, it is, uh, as you say, a, a personal preference. And where I find that I get the most uh, is in the shower. Um, I, you know, I have been known to take a bar of soap and write key words on the shower door. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> Or um, there for a while, uh, like when I had uh, Elements for a Healthier Life, uh, my digital magazine, and ideas would come to me. I would have, I got so that I had a notepad next to the shower. And yeah, the paper got wet, but it was there. But the other place is when I'm driving in my car. Because... I don't, um, I don't really listen to the radio often, you know, it's, it's my quiet time and it's when stuff just kind of comes in and it's like, so, you know, I'm, I'm grabbing, uh, you know, my cell phone on the, um, one of my apps has the dictation and so, and it's, it's really easy to access and I just dictate it. And and hope that, you know, the words that it hears me saying is somewhat close to the actual <laughs> words I'm saying. There are times that I go back and it's like, huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I'd like to ask you is, 
Is there anything you feel would inspire um, listeners uh, relating to the self-love and self-worth energy? I want to say to help them move forward, but that's not what I want to say because moving forward means getting to. And Uh one thing that I have been noticing a lot is when we're in that present moment um, is where where the real treasure is so how would you inspire writers or any creatives to kind of sink into that present moment that we you know are currently in (laughs) there's a there's a few there's a few different ways you know my book has a bunch of them and you know I use a bunch um I think I there's like two parts of the question so the self-love piece is really important because allowing yourself to show your gifts allowing yourself to shine not feeling guilty about it not not repeating the stories of limits so one of my one of the places I have my clients start is self-forgiveness and forgiveness of others, because I really do feel like when we have those stories running, Mm -hmm. it's really hard for us to be present because we're always in the past repeating them. My favorite exercise for forgiveness and self-forgiveness is Ho'oponopono. Oh yeah. So, you know, such a beautiful prayer and those four sentences, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. If we say them to ourselves, it's really allowing for that release of story and that connection to all that is and that love inside us. And most people will break down crying, saying that to themselves <laughs> for the first time, you know, yeah. or, or repeatedly, but it's really a good way to clear our, ourselves and really know that we do love ourselves. I love, there's a Neil Donald Walsh quote about even fear being loved because even if we're afraid, we're afraid for ourselves or we're afraid for a loved one because we do feel that love. So really returning to love is always the answer to to start feeling empowered versus disempowered. I'm with you on the, I don't like the fear mongering. I really do believe in standing in light, standing in our power, doing things that bring us joy, make us feel empowered. Um, Really connecting to our soul on, on any, any way possible Mm -hmm. in terms of writing, you know, any kind of centering exercise, whether it's paying attention to your breath really shutting out everything else what how can you let go of the day you know sometimes and for a busy mind sometimes with me it's a couple things one thing won't work like I'll have to take those breaths and also say an affirmation I'm doing the best I can you know I love myself I am you know I I am moving I'm totally present you know I'm inviting in love you know whatever it is that resonates with you but and I also love energy too you know I'm a big fan of rubbing your hands together for like 30 seconds and then putting them apart and feeling that energy yeah. any way we can we can really bring ourselves to the present moment and detach ourselves from those thoughts because they are recurring and they are persistent and they will keep trying to knock on your, you know, inner door to, to get in and to invade. So really how can you just bring yourself to the present moment? It might take a couple tools. It might take more than five minutes. Maybe you have five minutes of one. Another tool I have is, um, letting those worries come in for five minutes. And then after that saying, you know what? I worried about that today. 
I'm not allowing myself to go there anymore today. Nothing good is going to come of it, you know? So then you're freeing yourself for the rest of the day, you know, to move forward to those beautiful moments and just the present moment and enjoying being in that space that you're even being grateful that you're even able to write, that you have a computer, you have pen and paper, and you're able to write and transmit these thoughts. And knowing that everyone's so unique, like we do need to, I love this podcast because everyone has a story. Everyone, you know, has their gifts to share. And it is so important that we do share with each other because in the past I've run women's groups and it's such a beautiful thing for everyone to share their story because we do have commonalities. That's how we connect with each other and find those similarities and the things we love about each other. And that's so never been more important than now. It truly, I agree. And that is something that keeps getting brought up podcast after podcast. And and it comes up in a natural sense is the fact that we have more similarities than we have differences. And maybe that's a message that is important for me intuitively to be sharing. Because like right now, the media and and so many people in in different aspects are focused on division, yeah. you know, good versus bad, positive versus negative, and and when I was first learning energy healing, it was really interesting because my late ex husband. Uh, when I was doing uh, touch healing on someone and I was focused on positive energy and it was really interesting because I he gave me this visual of, of power cord and he's like, your electricity has a positive wire, has a negative wire and if you don't have one, you don't have the other. It's about bringing them together and finding the balance. And it was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and so that it was like, you know, it wasn't about, you know, this is, I can't tell you how many years ago, but it was such a pivotal moment for me to understand that life is not meant to be all positive and it's, and it's not all negative, but if we find the commonality and and find the balance and learn from both that that's where our real power is and that's where we find the ability to let go of that perfectionism and I think that was one of the I I want to say kickstarts or whatever to really understanding that Oh, wow, I don't have to be perfect. <laughs> and life is a lot easier when you're not fighting that that perfectionistic uh, goal post that, that's forever moving, you know. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it is feeling that people-pleasing, too, yes. you know. And, again, recognizing that self-love. Like, there is no one that everyone loves. The, people find problems with the Dalai Lama you know like there is no one that everyone loves so you know it really is about attracting the people to you that do appreciate you and you know are gonna reflect back the things that you're putting out there and not trying to please everyone it it is an impossible task and it will only drive you 
insane yes. <laughs> to, to, to feel like you need to do that. It is impossible. It, yes, agreed. And I just, I find it so interesting how, again, each uh, of late, well, no, pretty much any of my podcasts, if you go to, if you randomly pick one, you'll find somewhere the theme of community and and helping one another. And, you know, that is one of the key elements of of you know, this is to remind people, you know, reach back to that person two steps behind you. And and in reality, majority of people want to do that. They want to help somebody navigate the, you know, that horrible terrain that they went through because nobody wants to see, very few people, I'll word it that way, want to see somebody suffer. Absolutely. You know, it's the Ram, Ram Das quote, right? We're all just walking each other home. Like, yes, exactly. And we do want to help each other. And yeah, I mean, that has not been highlighted lately, you know, of late. <laughs> <laughs> but there are always people doing wonderful things, too. It's really where we choose to focus our attention. And I love that there are sites out there that are like positive news sites. There's podcasts yes. like this that you can listen to where you choose what you want to hear yes yes agreed and hopefully you know be inspired to quote unquote be the better person that you want to be today and and so forth so getting back to writing <laughs> I can talk to you about anything Cindy. <laughs> you and I could I mean it's very clear <laughs> I mean you're highly intuitive I'm highly intuitive and we both have our our strengths and weaknesses in in this we have our 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 teachings we have our you know so forth so it's really easy for us to go through and and share this wisdom, which is, again, it's part of our story. It's important uh-huh. to get it out there. Um, but also, so is creativity. And yeah. one of the ways, I mean, what saved my life when I was 16 years old was... So, you know, was actually a surgeon who my mother knew who demanded well not demanded let me rephrase that he he sat with me and in a in a conference room and he's like you need to talk you need to tell somebody what's going on in your head and I'm like I sat silent and he's like finally after 45 minutes or an hour however long we were in this conference room and he slid a notepad he's like if you won't talk it out you write it out you don't want anybody to see it burn it I burned a lot of paper. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, so creativity, getting it out of my head, getting it out of getting the, the rage, the anger, the, you know, the hormones that, you know, every 16 year old has. And there goes my cell phone. I need to (laughs) turn that on to silence. Sorry about that. (laughs) well so now everybody knows (laughs) one of my ringtones for a text message (laughs) at least the dogs are not barking so hey we're golden there (laughs) um but uh, anyways getting that creativity out is there's such great power 
in expressing her story. And it is important because we, again, we find how we're so similar to each other. Oh, you mean you went through that too? Oh, wow. How did you do that? How did you get through this? How did you survive it? So, but anyways. Okay. Yeah, oh, and absolutely. And I love the idea of you writing, think, being able to write that way. I'm so grateful for that surgeon for telling you that. I'm I'm studying uh, shamanism right now. And that's a very common thing that we do is write things and burn them. You know, writing down the roles that we, you know, mother, wife, you know, writing down those roles and burning them, like trying to get to the who, true essence of who we are. And I do feel like, you know, writing things down and, you know, whether it is venting, you know, or, or things we want to release that are positive too. you know, release our intentions, you know, and, and stop holding on to them so tightly. Uh, I think that's such a beautiful exercise to write things down and to take it to the fire. Yes. Oh, thank you for sharing that because um, it it is a great way for us to, yeah, let go and just kind of give it away. Yeah. Give it away. Give we it tend to hold very tightly to things. <laughs> yeah, we do. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into psychology or, or any of that, but isn't it amazing how how we hold on to certain things and we hold tighter to the beliefs of the negative and harmful things that people say about us versus the loving and caring, you know, it's, it's like you can yeah. read all of these different beautiful comments and then you get one that says, yeah, <laughs> oh, no. And, and you're like, well, well, well why? <laughs> exactly. I had a, pre I had a very, uh, pretty transformative moment after I'd written my book, I had gotten a bunch of reviews and, um, you know, I think there was a mixed emotions in me writing the book afterwards, you know, with, with a lot of things going on after about how hard it was to kind of release this baby. It felt like a yes. birth, you know, a lot harder than I thought it would be. And I was on a call with another healer and was kind of just expressing like all these mixed emotions about, you know, being a published author after that is something I had wanted for so long. He's like, well, are you paying gratitude for the reviews? And I'm like, yeah, each person, you know, I thank them or, you know, I thank them in my head. He's like, no, 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 no. You know, are you really taking five, 10 minutes for each one and thanking yourself for writing the book and thanking oh, wow. yourself for the things you've had to go through to learn to put this out there to help someone else? And no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, he's like, well, you need to do that. And like afterwards, when I did, I was bawling. Like, it's so uncomfortable to relive and it's again one of the exercises I have my clients do is bring in the happiest moment of your life with every single sense close your eyes put your hands on your heart and bring in that happiest moment because we don't have any problem replaying the unhappiest moment yes. ad nauseum you yeah, know exactly. and 
disempowering ourselves over and over again but it's feel why does it feel so uncomfortable to bring in the happiest moment to bring in those moments of joy and really sit in them and be like yeah life is beautiful you know yeah i do deserve this joy and by sinking into it i'm just putting out those vibes that yeah bring me more please <laughs> more of this please you know i am grateful and i am acknowledging that these moments happen yeah that's beautiful. So then when it you touched on something, vulnerability, and putting out your baby, your book, what was, what was one aspect that was easy for you? And then on the flip side, what was something that caused you more of that vulnerable, like, oh my God, what did I just do? <laughs> The easy part, it was so wonderful to just hear the positive feedback, to be like, your book is changing my life. I'm adapting, you know, I'm adopting some of these habits and I'm not finding it hard to bring about change. You know, one reviewer that I didn't know said, you know, she read my book and her ice spike got better after doctors said it wouldn't get better. You know, so things like that, that's, that's, you know, that I'm grateful beyond measure. That is why I wrote the book. Uh, The negative things were... I think feeling like maybe I didn't, I, it was a lot of the self-talk of feeling maybe I didn't know how to market it to people, or I didn't know how to get it out there to enough people. And, um, yeah, just feeling like very ill-equipped, I guess. Like you write this book and you're like, ta-da, okay, yay, it's a celebration. It's like, oh, you know, I'll celebrate with my friends. It's okay, you know, um, but it is, it's challenging because there are so many different pieces to writing that book and releasing it and then getting it out there. And I think, you know, I just wanted to write a book. You know, I didn't think about all those other pieces when I was writing it. I was like, I'm just going to write it. And, you know, luckily I was very grateful to be published, you know, by a publishing yeah. company. But I, I maybe I thought they took care of all that, you know, and would you know, would market me and do really, you know, fantastic job at, at getting me out there. So it was just a lot of like limiting thoughts after, instead of just knowing my book is getting to the exact right people it needs to get to, you know, and releasing it, releasing any attachment I had to how well it did or how many people it got to, it doesn't matter. You know, it's getting to the exact right people in the perfect timing. Yes. Perfect timing. And which in in many cases when we don't have that instant you know best selling author or you know we don't sell a million books in a day you know it's like oh why not hello you know <laughs> what did i do wrong you know? <laughs> and and yeah it's that illusion or that expectation that was inflated by somebody who is out there making the quick book saying or quick blah la la saying you know with that quick buck saying of yeah i sold you know a hundred thousand dollars worth of my blah 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 and in less than 24 hours and by the way if you buy my my what is a webinar or whatever they say, my, my tool, then you can too. Well, how are they making it? <laughs> By selling the tool. <laughs> and it is the publishing process. 
is challenging in in many ways. Marketing is another one of those that's difficult because we are putting ourselves out there. And I agree that in many cases, most writers are ill-equipped to knowing how to do it. Because again, that perfectionistic goalpost is for every move, you know, forever moving. It is not the same for everybody because we're all different and we all put that different touch on, on how one, our expectation Uh and, and reality is is a little bit different because we forget that people are busy too. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, <clears throat> Excuse me, as I choke on that throat chakra. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, some easy ways to begin writing? Jenny, answer that question. <laughs> uh, I would say a gratitude list is a first is a great way to start. You know what. What are you grateful for? And that is, I always say that's kind of threefold for me. Like, what are you grateful for in yourself? So maybe you love cooking, maybe you love nature, you know, or you're a great gardener or, you know, whatever it is, things that you love about yourself uh, is, you know, well, self-affirming. So that will Mm -hmm. give you maybe that motivation, that empowerment to write things you love about someone else. It can be a furry person, furry you know, furry being or, you know, a person, but things, qualities you love in someone else. And then things you love about just life in general, or, you know, your comfy bed or the rain, the sound of rain. And I think that just puts you in a very positive space to, you know, feel that empowerment to write. I love writing prompts. I love writing prompts because (laughs) I don't have to think about what I'm going to write then, you know, and luckily you can go online, type in writing prompts in Google, you know, and you can get a ton of writing prompts, you know, something so that you're not thinking too much because once you start to think the critical mind comes in and you might be overthinking, but if someone just hands you a topic, you know, go through a list and be like, Hey, this jumps out at me. And, you know, also like getting in that habit of writing and like we talked about earlier, it could be different for every single person. You know, some people need to be like, okay, right after breakfast, I'm writing every morning or with my morning tea, I'm writing every morning or right before bed. And sometimes it's just holding that intention, that intention, I'm going to write today and I'm going to find time no matter what, (laughs) even if it's 10, 20 minutes, I'm going to write today. But really being gentle with yourself too, if you miss a day, it's really that self-talk because I've been, oh, I've done this so many times and I started to beat myself up. Oh, you missed a day or two, Mm -hmm. you know, and then that's not empowering the start again. You know, because you're judging yourself and you're being hard on yourself. So really just understanding that everything we do is, you know, can kind of come and go. But, you know, establishing a pattern means doing a little dance with it, too. And the more we're loving and kind to ourselves with that and understand that, okay, if you miss a day, it's not the end of the world. You can start again (laughs) tomorrow. Uh, The more we stop that that self-talk, the negative self-talk and really turn around it around to being powering, the more we're going to, it's going to be a sustainable habit. I like how you added, it's a dance. 
you know, two steps forward, three steps back, <laughs> couple to the right, couple to the yeah. left, do the, you know, shimmy up your shoulders, wiggle your tushy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, swing those arms, like, you yeah. know, do it however it feels good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love how you added that, because that was a visual I had when you said that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so dance is my, dance and writing are my two creative outlets. So yeah, oh. dance makes it into <laughs> a lot. Yeah, and life is like that. I mean, with anything we do, we really just need to be more fluid and stop that control like we were talking about earlier it's impossible to control everything so we might as well just throw up our hands and say you know what can't do that so <laughs> may as well just try to be in flow and see where you know see where life takes me you know it's the one blessing of my grandsons that they have absolutely no knowledge and won't understand until they're adults is the fact that you know they are not in worry. They're very young yet, and they're not in that worry state. And so they are that consistent reminder, play, go yeah. have fun, go play. Don't worry about your mortgage payment. Well, I don't have that anymore, but... um. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a worry I have, but you know what I mean. It's let go of that concept and just go play relax yeah. yeah joy is so important that's another thing i have people write when they start working with me is list 10 things that bring you joy that you can do yeah. have that list somewhere where you see it so that if you get in that funk or you're like i don't know what to do you can do one of those things on the list it doesn't have to it can be a walk around the block it can be some breaths it can be a cup of tea it can be you know something really simple but giving yourself permission to do one of those things on the list every day. Yes. And literally, as you were saying that, I got the title to this podcast, which does not ever happen. Grateful for, <laughs> grateful for pen and paper. I, oh. That just popped into my head. That's the title for this podcast. I love it. <laughs> it's it's interesting how different things come to me at different times. And again, you know, for being as ill-prepared <laughs> for today, <laughs> because somebody wasn't paying attention to a clock, we won't mention my name. <laughs> This has truly been a fun, educational podcast. And most certainly, if I had prepared for this, our conversation would not have gone into the various directions that we have gone. You know, it would have been, quote unquote, controlled. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I love this. I love that we just had a conversation. I've wanted to have a conversation with you for so long, Cindy. So, you know, know. we've been online friends a while. And yeah, I love your posts are always so inspiring. Thank and you. yeah, th very grateful to be here with you. Thank you. Yeah, we've been uh, well, geez, I've known you through Facebook at least five plus years yeah. and yeah we've we've kind of followed each other and 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 so forth and it's just amazing how social media has changed our lives yeah there are some icky things yeah. about it but you know there are you know when you look at when okay so here's a great example 
of that perception. What is your perception of social media? Do you look at it as like, oh, that's where, you know, people are just so mean and nasty and I can't stand it? Or do you look at it as, oh my God, this is an opportunity to see pictures of my friends and, and connect and make new friends. And I mean, I have friends now all over the world that there's yeah. absolutely no other way I would have met them. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and some of them are just the most treasured friendships that I, you know, I have worked with them. I have built relationship with them, and it is such a gift. And we have to remind ourselves to, as you say, look for the gratitude. Find find the gratitude. What are you grateful in it? And, and moving our focus there versus, oh, crap. <laughs> There's another political ad. There's another, you know, topic on this, that, or whatever. <laughs> our mind wants to go there. We're human. So it is just that gentle nudging back, you know, back into place. And, yeah, I, I love what you said about social media. I'm friends with people from elementary school. How would I have connected with people from elementary school and get to see their kids and stuff, you know, yes. along with all the new friends that I've met all over the world? It's, it's priceless. And you can choose to focus on that negative post and go on and on or think you're going to change someone's mind on Facebook <laughs> or you can choose to move on to more positive posts because there are a lot of those too. You know, we choose where we want to focus. Yes, exactly. And we have, it is a great tool for learning different techniques, learning different perceptions, uh, gaining insight, but it also can be very detrimental to uh, us if you look at it as a way to critique, um, uh -huh. as a way to be self-destructive. Oh, why can't I look like her? Why can't I have, you know, the, the nice slick hair and, you know, like her or, you know, why can't I publish? And there goes that throat chakra. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, you know, it truly is, um, it is perception. How do we want to look at it? And yeah. And writing a book, you know, we, and that is maybe one of the things I'm trying to do, not maybe, it is one of the things that I'm trying to do is bring awareness to the different aspects of, of writing, not only the conceptual part of writing and, and actually doing it, because it's easy to say, I'm going to write a book. I am writing a book. It's easy to say it, but, you know, are you doing it? So bringing the awareness for the variety of ways people write and the different things, but also what are the stumbling blocks that so-and-so had? Because, you know, so-and-so didn't have the same stumbling blocks that I had. So it gives me a little more compassion. And, and for the new writer, it's like, whoa, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I need to shimmy myself around this way and, and maybe learn something different. So there are, there is a community that is building with all of this and hopefully inspiring them to, to seek out what is best for them, to help them navigate 
the the writing the editing you know some people hate the editing part and you know have you know the whole whatever about editors and you know I'm an editor <laughs> and uh <-huh>. I'm nice <laughs> or some <laughs> are not <laughs> but there's you know there are people who don't know how to find a book cover designer or what do you put on a book cover oh my gosh is it just the title you know uh -huh. what is there a specific font and so bringing those awarenesses to and marketing is the one thing that pretty much everybody agrees on is it's one of the hardest parts next to finding the how am I going to publish this uh -huh. that's the next question that they have the most challenge with is, is deciding how they're going to publish. And then realizing, okay, if I, if I go this way, you know, is it the best way? And so then that self doubt yeah. filters in and then we question whether or not we're making the right decisions. Well, you know, it's all learning. We're uh -huh. all learning. And yes, we're all going to suck at some point. At all. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's part of the learning process. <laughs> but most of it, we're going to be brilliant and we're going to shine our light and say, hey, as you said earlier, looky what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and being okay with that, because when we when we talk to a friend, like wouldn't we rather them say, I am fantastic, this is going on, this is going on, rather than the typical response is, oh, well, let me tell you. you know, like, um, so yeah, it, it is really about, and we give other people permission to shine when we are yes. comfortable doing that. I have a friend who anytime I... Anytime I answer his phone call, the first words out of his mouth is, how are you feeling today? Oh, and, and it's like, I have the option to say, eh, you know, it's a sucky day today. <laughs> or I can say, you know, I'm doing pretty doggone good. How are you yeah. doing? And, you know, and his response is always fantastic. <laughs> it is a beautiful day today. That is his response and that is how he lives his life is awesome. it's a beautiful day and you know it makes me giggle so yeah it does give us that opportunity to uh, you know lift and and, yeah. and bring that sunshine to, to somebody else so well you know what you and i have talked for uh, a a long duration of time I've, and again I've lost track of time because <laughs> I just looked at the clock and it's like wow so before I forget to ask you how can people find you on the internet they can find me on my website jennymanion.com j-e-n-n-y-m-a-n-n-i-o-n.com and there's I offer seven day free actually trial of uh, Love 365, which every day you get a little little nugget on self-love and exercise and affirmation, as well as a meditation through the chakras on, on love. So it really is about self-love. And as we were talking about, kind of the basis of all of this, it really helps your writing to have that love for yourself and give yourself permission to just connect and let whatever come out come out without judgment 
Exactly. I like how you uh, how you share that. Thank you, Jenny, for for taking time uh, to sit with me here in the pen to paper pen to paper press podcast studio. <laughs> if I could say it without being tongue tied again, the throat chakra thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Cindy. It's so much fun talking with you. Oh, I we're we will have to do this again, Jenny. I would love that. Again. Yeah, I would love that. And definitely stay in touch. So yeah, thanks. please do. Yeah, thank you. Before we end our time together, I'd like to say thank you for listening to my conversation with Jenny Menyon. To access her website and purchase the book she has written, visit pentapaperpress.com backslash podcast and select the show notes page for this episode. To receive future episodes in your inbox, subscribe to the Pen to Paper newsletter and subscribe on your favorite podcast application. You are invited to share your favorite episodes on social media and with individuals who will resonate with the content. The intention of Pen to Paper Press Podcast is to reinforce that our words have power and our stories matter. To share this important message, I created several mug designs for you to choose from with my artwork. These are perfect for enjoying your favorite beverage when listening to this podcast series. You will find an array of products available for purchase at pentopaperpress.com backslash store. Take care, and until next time, keep your pen to paper and write. Your words have power. Your story matters. Bye for now.